This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Single-family build-to-rent homes are becoming more and more common. With a sustained demand for rentals and a lack of housing in many markets, many builders are choosing to build homes designed specifically as rentals. So what's the market look like for these build-to-rent communities? And where is that market headed in the coming years? I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The National Association of Home Builders recently published a report that compares build-to-rent single-family homes to new for-sale homes. It's not a huge part of the new construction market, but it is significant. From the second quarter of 2018 to the second quarter of this year, about 5% of single-family construction was dedicated to new rental homes. That's about 42,000 homes, or one out of every 20 new homes. According to the NAHB, the rate of construction has remained consistent over the last year or so, while other forms of construction have tapered off. If you look at a graph from 1990 to the current year, you'll see an overall increase in the number of build-to-rent homes. There were several spikes in the midst of the housing crisis and the subsequent recovery as foreclosures turned many people into renters. But the graph is still headed in an upward direction to this day. The NAHB says that some 5 million single-family homes were added to the rental universe since the Great Recession began. Most are older homes that have been turned into rentals, and that continues to be a primary source for single-family units. But the NAHB expects the share of build-to-rent homes to grow in the years to come, and they are much different than for-sale homes. The NAHB used census data to come up with a list of build-to-rent characteristics. A partial list of those characteristics include, one, Rental homes that are usually smaller with fewer bedrooms and smaller lots. The median square footage in 2016 was 1,500 square feet. That's much less than the 2,400 median for new for-sale homes. They also often have just one or two bedrooms and just one full bath. As for lot size, the median for a build-to-rent is 6,200 square feet, compared to 8,500 square feet for new for-sale homes. And two... The new rental homes are often, but not always, built as townhomes, which are single-family attached homes. Three, building design often consists of wood frames and vinyl siding. And finally, a one-car garage or no garage at all are common. The analysis includes many more details on the differences along with a map of the U.S. showing their distribution. The census data shows that the areas with the highest number of build-to-rents are the west-south-central states of Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas. East-South-Central states have the second-largest share, followed by West-North-Central states and the South Atlantic. If you look at the percentage of new rental homes, the East-South-Central has the highest share. New England is second in that regard. There's also a big difference in price between build-to-rent homes and new for-sale homes. The NAHB report shows that 2016 median permit value for the rentals was $175,000, compared to $211,000 for new for-sale homes. It found that 40% of the build-to-rent homes had a permit value less than $150,000, while about 25% of new for-sale homes were at that price point. One surprising statistic shows that build-to-rent homes with a permit value of $300,000 or more accounted for 35% of the homes. That's larger than the 25% share of higher-value new for-sale homes. According to Builder Online, demand will grow for these kinds of rentals because of the housing affordability crisis and the lack of homes on the market for those who can buy. But there are also other characteristics of the build-to-rent home that could drive demand. 
As the NMHC said in an article that this kind of horizontal multifamily neighborhood lifestyle is what people today either want as their preferred housing type or want as their way station to homeownership. Data from the National Multifamily Housing Council shows that 15 million households, or 35% of all renter households, are living in single-family homes instead of apartments. These statistics are a tribute to the need for single-family rental housing in general, whether it's a renovated existing rental home or a newly built rental home. We've invited new home builders from Texas and Florida to join us at our upcoming live event on December 7th in San Mateo and December 8th in Los Angeles near LAX. If you'd like to learn more about how to acquire brand new single-family rentals in Dallas, Houston, Orlando, Tampa, or Jacksonville, come join us. It's free and there's never any pressure to do anything. Just come and learn. You could sign up at realwealthnetwork.com. Just click on the Learn tab. You'll also meet property managers from those states, and I'll be giving my 2019 year-end wrap-up, which is a time when we look at my New Year predictions earlier this year in January and see if I came close. Plus, I'll give some great stats on where the markets are headed in the 2020s. If you want to learn more about the single-family rental industry in general, along with data on the most landlord-friendly areas with the strongest cash flow and the greatest potential for growth, visit newsforinvestors.com and just click on the Invest tab. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. 